Sean Dizzle. Mikey Hizzle. Bro, it is a day of days. Yeah. Pretty, uh, pretty sad. Uh, no, actually, it's a pretty good day. Yeah. But oh, okay. Yeah. Happy recording day. Happy recording day. Hey, welcome to the Unchurched Podcast, where your hosts, Michael and Sean, discuss issues of church, life, and religion. No subject is off limits, and our honesty and humor drives our discussion. We welcome you to sit in on the conversation and laugh with us as we challenge serious things. So pour your drink, kick your feet up, and let's get started with the show. I thought I thought you were just gonna jump into our what we were gonna talk about. No, um, actually, not really. <laughs> All right. So um, I didn't give an update, so I'm going to give it now. Um, the this just in on the Unchurched podcast. <laughs> that's now a new drop so um (laughs) actually let me make note of that right now all right new drop for good news anyway um i have a hot water tank now Yes, dude, you didn't even tell me that. That's awesome, man. <laughs> no, I didn't tell you that. So <sighs> last Wow. That's impressive. Um so we missed oh, Sunday's oh, episode. Uh, mm. And so I would have told you on Sunday's episode, but we missed it. So um I'm telling you now on Wednesday's episode. Uh I got a call last week or the week before, basically saying, oh, well, back up. I didn't get a call. My wife has been hounding me to call them because we haven't had a hot water tank. So um, I had been calling like day after day after day. What's the status? What's going on? We've got no hot water, blah, blah, blah. They basically said that the part that they needed, the warranty company sent in the wrong part a second time. And so basically I needed to call the warranty company. So I called the warranty company and they basically said, listen, we're sorry that we keep sending the wrong part. We think that what that means is that we just need to replace your tank. Therefore, boom, boom, boom. They replaced the tank. So I got a brand new hot water tank, super energy efficient, um, Word. like super, yeah, super cool. It's got indicator lights on it. It's all futuristic computer type shit. <laughs> and um, we are now currently I, heating the water to 
95 <laughs> degrees Celsius. Dude, I swear to God, the, the Heinz household has turned into the Jetsons. So, um, yeah, we've got hot water. <clears throat> well, so it is a very good day for me. That's good. Now that winter's, what are we, halfway through? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it is a new year. Hey, man, Happy that's new good year. news, though, especially for free. Eh, well, so <laughs> I had to explain this to my wife because, you know, she's like, you know, we paid a hundred dollars for them to come out the first time and, uh, they didn't fix the issue. Um, so we shouldn't have to pay anything, right? Well, long story short, the new hot water tank is substantially larger than the previous one. And it's energy efficient, so it's pushed a little bit away from, a little bit more away from our uh, basement wall. So that means that they had to cut away a lot of the plumbing and then attach new plumbing. And then the flue to vent out all the CO2, that no longer fit, so they had to cut that back and then attach <laughs> new new tubing. And yeah, six hundred and five dollars later, new water new... heater. <laughs> well, yeah. you didn't have to pay for the water heater, though, right? Well, no. So we didn't. We didn't have to pay for the water heater, and we didn't have to pay for the labor to put in the water heater. So I mean, but that's what we yeah, paid that's for. Good. Yeah, but what we paid for was the plumbing that they had to run. Yeah. And and the flu, which by my estimation, you're talking about like a eight foot pole of copper and maybe, you know, some sheet metal to run the flu. And then the labor associated with that. It shouldn't have added up to six hundred and five dollars, but I mean, because. In parts, they probably had about $200 in parts that they had to install. I'm talking myself into this right now. So, if, <laughs> I'm just being quiet. Yeah, so so if, if the typical thing is that you basically get your labor is equal to parts, or if your labor is twice the amount of parts, basically that's what it added up to. So let's just say $200 in parts, $400 in labor, and it was two people that were there. And a $5 so six, tip. And a $5 tip, 605 There you go. So it made sense to me, and at the end of the day, I didn't have to do it myself. So I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. Because I've put in a hot water tank at my old house and royally screwed it up and ended up having to pay a lot of money to have a plumber come in and fix it. I learned a lot, but I wasn't <laughs> going to try to do it a second time. It just wasn't me. So, yeah. We've got hot water at the Woods Chateau. Energy efficient hot water. No doubt about it. So that's good, bro. That's what's going on. 
That is what's going on. <clears throat> well, something else that's been going on recently. What's that? Have you seen the news, man? I try not to pay attention to the fake news because all they do is lie. It's propaganda. So Kobe's alive? I don't know. <laughs> That's a bummer. Bad joke, I know. Yeah, terrible. Oh, it was worse than mine, for sure. Thank you. For, My, thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My Trump in, in, uh, impersonation is terrible. But I'm orange, and I have big hands. So... Fake news. Yeah, you just sound feminine. Well, that's, I mean, yeah. Isn't that the point? No, I'm saying you don't sound like Trump. You just sound like a gay version of you. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I thought that's what Trump sounded like. Okay. A gay All version right. of Michael Hines. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Um, I don't know. Yeah, does, Kobe, does that mean Trump's a little black or you're a little white? No, definitely. <laughs> you said it the right way that, you know, he's a gay version of me. So, no. I'm definitely not a little white. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. he's Anyway. Um, yeah, Brooke, God bless Brooke our was players. like, oh my God, I just saw this news article about Kobe and I was like what and then uh, yeah later that I was busy so later that night I got on the old mobile phone and uh, read an article and I'm like dang bro yeah which I'm also so, I'm gonna say this, and I'm probably gonna sound no, like an ass. Right? No, wait, wait, wait! Before you sound like an ass, let's be nice. No, no, no! I want to be nice after. Please? No, because I'm, I I'm not be nice trying first. to be an ass. I'm just saying. Oh, come on! I've changed my ways. There's a good point. Please, here. I'm asking. Please, can we be <laughs> nice first? Jesus of Nazareth and Latter Day Saints. So you, you want to end on me potentially sounding like an ass? No, we're not going to end on you sounding like an ass because I'm going to be nice after you be an ass. I'm just asking, can we please be nice first? All right, yeah. Jesus. God almighty. We're Christians. We are, but I always like the bad news before the good news. Okay, I just, I'm not that cynical. (laughs) God almighty. Well, just Jesus. get out of the way. What are you going to wait for? The guy is dead. The guy died in a helicopter crash. Now we're making a bigger deal out of the, what I was going to say. No, anyway. we're not, because there's more than that. There's more than the fact that he died. His 13-year-old little girl died, too. Yeah. Yeah. And that just, like, breaks my heart, and it, it is terrible, and it's sad that he died, I don't know where they were going. I didn't pay that close attention to the news story because I did. When it first it first broke out, it was just a blurb, right? He was it, it was like all the news stories were saying Kobe Bryant is one of five people dead. 
And it's like, okay, I got it. He died in a helicopter crash, and a lot of people die in helicopter crashes. I don't know the statistics, but I I believe, I kind of feel like it's a little bit more than people that die in planes. You know, like a helicopter is more Probably. apt to, you know, crash before a plane does. Well, but, even statistically you know, speaking, more people are in planes every day than helicopters. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just by sheer, sheer volume, yes, helicopters will crash more than planes because of just volume. But uh, statistically uh, speaking. Uh. But at first, I got to be honest, I, I wasn't, I didn't feel all that bad. Like, okay, Kobe died in a helicopter. But. Once I found out that his daughter died with him, that just like destroyed me. I'm like, oh, that's some shit there, you know, because it's like, okay, you die. Fine. You die. You leave your family behind. And that's bad enough by itself. But of course, at least at least it's just you and not anybody else. And I'm just I'm kind of like personalizing it like, okay, fine. If I die on 696 on my way home from work, at least it's just me. Maybe I did something stupid. Maybe I cut somebody off. Maybe somebody cut me off, but at least it's just me. And my wife and my boys, they live. You know what I'm saying? Like, you would feel worse if it was me and Max in the car together driving down the road, or me and Micah together driving down the road, or, you know, whatever. Or if me and Jenna were driving down the road and then Max and Micah are by themselves. You know, that would be terrible. So I'm thinking to myself with the initial report, like Kobe died and it's like, okay, fine. It was just him. And, you know, maybe that's messed up to think that way. But honestly, that's the way that I was thinking. Like, okay, fine. It's just him. But, you know, a day later, it's like, oh, no. The news just, they just kind of spun it to just him. The truth is, is that it was him and his 13-year-old daughter. It was his oldest girl. He's only 41 years old. It's his oldest daughter, his oldest kid out of four. His daughter, 13 years old, who... At least the the way that the story has been spun is that Kobe, after he retired, he gave us some years, and then he just stopped paying attention to basketball altogether. But then his daughter, who was a um, a soccer kid, all of a sudden said to him, Daddy, I think I want to play basketball. There were people that were saying, hey, you should have a son. That way you can you know, teach your kid to play ball the way that you did. But because you know, women can't. Up, oh, <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. But <laughs> he had four daughters, he didn't have a son. So his oldest daughter is like, uh, you know, Daddy, I want to play basketball now. And so the story is, is that his 13 year old daughter got him back into paying attention to basketball because she was so interested in it all of a sudden and she was supposed to be the next 
Kobe Bryant. Like she actually had schools that were looking at her like to, to, to take her on because she was Kobe Bryant's kid. And then both him and her, and, and it just put me in the whole mindset of legacy. You know, like this guy, he, he's, he was going to go into the Hall of Fame. He's like top five basketball players of all time. Right? Wilt Chamberlain, Wilt Chamberlain, you know who that is. At least you know the name. Yeah. One of the things he's famous for is scoring 100 points in one game. Easy, right? though. I mean, who can't do that? Yeah, of course. Right? Everybody does that. Kobe Bryant, do you know the amount of points that he scored in his highest game? 573. No, he scored 81 points in one game. And so he was like in that topic of Wilt Chamberlain, probably one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Had an amazing hook shot. He was amazing in the paint. The guy was, he put black people on the map for basketball. Wilt Chamberlain, he's the guy. Um, Kobe scored 81 points in a game. And it was in the modern era against some of the greatest teams. <coughs> Bless you. Excuse me. I, like the, the guy in the modern era of basketball scored 81 points in one game. It was thought that it would never happen that a single player would score that much again. Everybody like kind of gave Wilt Chamberlain the the pass, right? He's <laughs> and believe me, I'm not racist. He was playing a bunch of he was playing against a bunch of white boys that you know black people just weren't in the game. And that's nothing against white players because obviously there's tons of white players in in NBA. And they play good. But back in his day, Will Chamberlain's day, they were still shooting free throws underhanded like 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 girls softball. That's where it was. You know, like people weren't dunking girls softball, but whatever. <laughs> people weren't dunking. You know? They weren't really dunking the ball. That happened more and more. As black people got into the sport, they started dunking the ball. So um, he totally changed the sport. Will Chamberlain totally changed the sport. Kobe Bryant was in the same topic as Will Chamberlain just because of how, how many points he was scoring a game in the modern day. The dude was absolutely amazing. MVPs, championships. Like, this guy is going to be memorialized. Is that a word? Yeah. Memorialized? He's going to be memorialized. I say yeah like with <laughs> confidence, but I don't know. <laughs> I, you, know I, you know what I'm trying to say, though. Yeah, for the sure. The guy's incredible. I, like, I remember sitting down with Micah watching YouTube videos of Kobe Bryant playing basketball. Him playing with Shaq because he didn't know that him and Shaq were teammates. 
because when Micah started really paying attention to basketball, Shaq was playing in Miami with uh, with D Wade and ending his career. That's when Micah started finally paying attention to basketball. So he didn't know that he played for the Lakers. He had no idea. So I'm like, dude, you got to see some old Lakers footage, you know, see some Kobe Bryant, see some Magic Johnson. Like the Lakers were badass forever. So it hit home and it was, uh, it was a big deal. So, you know, I, I feel bad for, um, for his wife and the remaining three daughters that he has that have to live the rest of their lives out without him. It's sad. Well, and his family, I don't know if his mom or dad or grandparents are still alive, but I mean, you know, everyone who's related and or close, you know what I mean? <clears throat> that's, uh, I do. I do. That's kind of why you sounded like an ass earlier. They're like, Oh, he died. Okay. Believe me, I was the first guy to say, okay, well, whatever. He died. Okay, fine. But then I, you know, after a day, started thinking about it and listening to what was being said. I'm like, oh, shit, this was a big deal. Yeah. So go ahead. Be an asshole now. Well, the, my only thing is I, I used to think... Like, I guess it's arrogantly, I don't know. Maybe it's just naivety. Uh, by the way, I Googled memorialize it, and it is a thing. Um, okay. Side note. But, you know, when, like, celebrities die, and it's all over social media and the news, there's a part of me that's like, yeah, okay. I mean, there's the hundreds of thousands of people that die every single day. Like, why do we all care about this one person? You know? And that's where my brain stopped. But anymore, I kind of understand like, well, you know, they've been in the public eye, like they're celebrities, you know, they're known by all these people and loved to a certain extent, obviously not how his mom or his wife or his kids love him, but to a certain extent, you know, people follow him and they, you know, they have somewhat of, you know, whatever type of connection they do with them. And, uh, you know, so when that goes away because of death, I mean, it's, you know, that's why I feel like people post about it and stuff, you know? Cause like, I mean, you can't help even today. Like I scrolled through Facebook doing some business stuff and it's just Kobe, 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 you know? And it's like, dang, bro. And you could take it to the extent of how I used to take it, which was, this is the asshole part of like, oh, okay, he fucking died. So did, you know, blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> uh, but anymore, I kind of feel like, you know, I get it. And I, you know, the connection that's made with celebrities and famous people, like when they die, you feel something, you know? Not that when people, like, what am I trying to say? Like, okay, 
like I said, hundreds of thousands of people all over the world died today, and I have no connection. I don't know them, so it's like, yeah, people die. So what? One day I'm going to die. But when it's someone that you have some type of connection, where it's close or from afar because you see them on TV or whatever, you're still kind of mourning in some little way. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? I do. And, yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, that's why I kind of wanted to bring it up. But I know some people will take what I just said and be like, oh, you're a dick. You know, but that's not my intention. My intention is like, <clears throat> I've discovered over the years how to be less of a dick, maybe, is my point. <laughs> because, dude, it is sad. Like, I don't know Kobe Bryant. You know what I'm saying? I, Kobe, like, I do that every time I throw something in the trash from far away, whether I make it or miss it. That's a thing. You know what I mean? But, like, yeah. I didn't follow Kobe Bryant. I don't know his stats. I don't even know what number he played. I didn't even know he was retired. I thought he was still going. You know what I mean? Oh, really? <clears throat> that's how that's far removed I am from knowing who Kobe Bryant is. And that's just on, like, <laughs> you know, that's on, like, fan level crap. Like, I don't know Kobe Bryant. But when you read the article about nine people died and two of them were him and his daughter because they were, he's coaching the team she's on and they were flying there in a helicopter. And I don't know what happened because I don't know if they've released that or not, but like, and I guess, you know, maybe that's here, neither here nor there because the deed is done at this point. What happened happened. Um, and they are no longer with us. And that sucks, man. You know? Like, death sucks because it's not just about you. It's about, obviously, you. But you're no longer here. So now it's just the effect that that has on people who care and love about you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't even know why I wanted to talk about that. But <clears throat> I guess because I know there's other people out there that are like, oh, another famous person died. Now we're going to hear about it forever. Ugh, you know yeah i you know what i i guess i took a different perspective um which is a great thing about this podcast and sometimes i'm an asshole and you're a good guy and sometimes i'm a good guy and you're an asshole <laughs> but, but there's always an asshole <laughs> there is always an asshole <laughs> is what you're saying <laughs> Yeah. So, so I, I immediately my thought was this: the dude died very, very young, forty-one years old. I'm only thirty-seven. Yeah. And I'm just like, immediately, I'm like, I'm thinking about the relationships with people that I have. I'm thinking about the regrets that I have. I'm thinking about the things that I should have done, the things that I shouldn't have done. And, you know, just immediately, I'm just like, are there some things that we can learn or that we can take away? Basically, can this be a sobering moment for basketball fans? 
Can this be a sobering moment for Christians? Can this be a sobering moment for people in general? Like, what can we take away from this? Like, the the media is making this a big deal. It's making it such a big deal that I heard about him dying minutes after it happened or hours after it happened, right? I'm sitting in the living room with my wife, some friends, Micah. We've got a fire going in the fireplace. We're just sitting there talking. Jenna gets an alert on her phone. She says, Kobe Bryant just died. Immediately, my thought was, good. Okay, great. He died. Big whoop. But then after I gave it some time, driving Micah back to his mom, um, I had some reflection on the way home. And, you know, my thoughts basically went to, huh, I wonder if he accomplished everything that he wanted to do in his life before he died. I wonder if, you know, with the amount of, uh, the magnitude of the memorial that he's going to get, um, was he fulfilled? Did he feel like the legacy that he's leaving to his children was enough? Did he feel like he was ready to die? I, I just, my mind just went to all of that stuff, you know, and it's just like, you know, I, I've got regrets. I've got things that I wish I hadn't done. I've got things that I wish that I would have done. I've got relationships now with people that are non-existent that I kind of wish existed. You know, I, I've got people in my life that I wish I was closer to. And, you know, it's like, fuck, man, I want to call my mom. <laughs> I want to call my dad and I want to tell them that I love them. You know, I want to call my sister and tell her, you know, hey, whatever, I love you. That's the kind of thing that it put me in. And I just wonder if when people die, do other people feel the same way? Like, is that something that is legitimate or is that something that is just like, oh, you're just being emotional little bitch? I don't think you're being... Like, what do you <clears throat> I don't think, do you think people are being emotional little bitches. I think they're... I mean, you said quite a bit there, but so one, yeah, it's definitely when, when people die, it's always a time of like, oh shit. Like I need to, I need to live because I, I, you know, especially when it's like weird incidences where it's not like oh yeah you had cancer for 10 years and you were supposed to die five years ago and i sound like an ass saying that but my point is like if you know death is like coming sooner rather than later i don't know i i guess i can't even finish that statement because i have not been in that position but what i can say is i i think from where i'm sitting right now 
if I knew I was going to die at a certain time, I might live my life differently than I do now, just assuming that I'm going to live till I'm 87 or whatever. You know, you know what I mean? And I feel like there's a lot of, like, most of us probably think that way. Whether we realize it or not, we always just assume there's tomorrow. Yeah. And, <clears throat> you know, even the Bible says we're not promised tomorrow. Right? For sure. And so when when people, especially people we love and people we know and there's some connection with, you know, that's <clears throat> that's what I like why we go and pay respects. And that's why, you know, we go and we we mourn with the family and the friends and we not only mourn but celebrate, you know, like this person's life. And then it's like you're almost forced to just look yourself in the mirror and take a little time to be like, Man, if I was to die tomorrow, like have I met my goals? Do I even have goals? Like, is my family right. set up to like not? I don't know. Like, you, your mind just goes so many different places, you know. And um, I don't know. It's it's always a weird thing. And death sucks, and we're all gonna experience it, <clears throat> but we never know when mostly you know what i'm saying and uh i don't want to say it's a good time to take inventory but in the same breath i have to say maybe it's a good time to take inventory and pause <clears throat> and reflect and mourn and celebrate you know in this case like who kobe bryant was <laughs> I mean, there's a lot to celebrate. He was a super famous dude who broke records and was great at a thing. And I'm sure he's impacted people's lives and, you know, and all of that. And he had kids and a family and yada, yada. I don't know. It's, uh, death sucks, bro. And, I've dealt with it a few times and it's never easy and it's always weird and you know you always want to ask like why and you want to know answers especially when it's like early like 41 you know 20 fuck newborns unborns miscarriages like why did that happen? You know? Sure. And you're never going to know the answer to that. And this whole thing about, well, you'll find the answer when you get to heaven. Do you fucking know that? <laughs> do you know that? And maybe, maybe you do know that, but you know, uh, that might just be something we say uh. to help, or maybe it's awkward and we don't have answers. So we just say that, you know? <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, so, I mean, none of us know when we're going to go, no doubt about it. And we've talked about death on this podcast quite a bit because we've had a lot of it over the 
almost two years we've been doing this podcast. I, I, it's just in the last year I lost my one of my one of my favorite aunts and a grandmother, you know, and before that a bearded dog, and, and so it's it's been shit, you know. I uh, I thought about my dad today burying his mother, my grandmother. And it was very sobering. And and although she had a very long life and, and full life, and we've talked about it on this podcast, I think. I don't know how deep we went into it about my grandmother passing, but uh, my grandmother passed, uh, you know, just a, a few months ago. Um, it, it's tough to lose somebody, but dude, at 41, man... Dude, I'm four years younger than this guy. The guy was in his, as far as I'm concerned, he's, you know, he's retired, but he's still in the prime of his life, 41. The dude was healthy as a horse, you know, and fuck. An amazing shooting guard, 6'6". I mean, the the dude was the epitome of greatness. I mean, he got into the league when he was 19 years old. <laughs> like, he didn't even go to freaking college. He just went straight to to uh, to the NBA. Like, he was the first in my generation. He was the first guy to go into the NBA, you know, without college. Just straight out of high school. Like, this guy was the man, you know? When I was in high school, Kobe Bryant just went into the league fresh out of high school. He was the man. Um, it just got me... It, it got me thinking about my own family and about my own life. And I think that it's a good opportunity for us to evaluate, evaluate ourselves and... And, and really think about, you know, I hate to use a Dodge term, but grabbing life by the horns <laughs> and really making something, you know, really making something meaningful. You know, appreciating the people that we have in our lives, appreciating the um, the family that we have, the friends that we have. And, um, and and pressing in a little bit deeper, you know. So so for me, I'm, you know, I know you guys are moving, and and I know that it's not, you know, is it's not comfortable <coughs> where you guys are, uh, what you guys are doing, but like. Uh, I don't know, dude. I, I, I just think that, that people are important. The the people that that love us, the people that support us, the people that call us from time to time to say, hey, how you doing? Or, hey, I miss you. Or, hey, let's go hang out. Those people, we, we need to press into them that much more. You know, a little bit more. For sure. Um, you know... Uh, 
I, I think about the people that I, I don't hang out with anymore now that Max is born. And I'm just like, I don't want to be that guy that, you know, oh, I've got a kid. I can't see anybody anymore. You know, I, I, I still want to, I still want to see the guys that supported me when I married Jenna before there was any kid even in sight. You know what I'm saying? I, I just, I, I, I think about this and I'm like, oh, maybe I should call a few people, a few people that I haven't talked to in a while, you know? Yeah. Um, my wife has got a, a grandmother who is, um, has got dementia and it's been affecting her pretty bad. And, and her mom was just there visiting and, and taking care of her for a while. And it's like, you know, fuck, man, it's just it's all too short. Life is just way too short. We got to press in and we can't lose sight of, you know, the, the people that helped shape us and, and make us who we are. You know, it, it's it's got to be a little bit more effort. You know, I, I listened to a, a, a podcast, Gary Vaynerchuk, his uh, Vaynerchuk. Vayner Chuck, his uh his podcast, and I I was listening to uh to one recently where he was talking about his parents being immigrants, and it was just their family that came here to America. He was born in the Soviet Union, and and how uh, you know as he started you know getting more involved in business, uh, it was all in the beginning, all about family and just making sure that family was okay, making sure that that the legacy from his parents were was going to live on and, and go beyond and the necessity to be able to just give back and, and just go beyond himself and, and, and blah, blah, blah. And, and it just really touched me because it was like, I know everything that we do together on this podcast, on church podcast, is it's all like really geared towards those that are listening, being able to to help give a different perspective on life, on church, on relationship with God, on ministry, everything. But I I think that the 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 driving force at the end is still like we still love people you know at the end of the day you know the two greatest commandments to love god and to love people like that's what distinguishes us from everybody else as christians is that we abide by that that rule of two to love god and to love people and when someone passes from this life to the next, it's a reminder that, yeah, you're still here. And so you have an obligation to love God and to build relation, your own personal relationship with God. But as people pass on, it's a reminder that <clears throat> there are still people that are here that still require our love still require our devotion, our affection, our dedication, our effort. It, there are people in this world that deserve our effort, 
our effort to reach out to them, to love them, to touch them, to be a part of their lives, to affect their lives, and to allow them to, in turn, affect our lives as well. I think it all boils down to those same two principles, love God, love people. And if we forget that, if we forget the the purpose of our Christianity, the purpose of our being saved, of us being born again, touching people and letting people to touch us, we we actually lose our Christianity. We lose the 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 purpose of Christ dying on the cross for us, being buried, rising from the grave. We we lose it if we forget to touch people and to let people touch us. And I, I know that's a little deep for freaking Kobe Bryant, who was accused of rape. <laughs> I, I understand that. I get that. But I'm also speaking as a person who's lost enough people in the last year um, to, you know, and, and, and knowing that I have people in my life right now who are sick and dying and I'm sure there's going to be other podcasts that we talk about people that have died in 2020 because I, I, I got people that I know right now that are on their last leg. All of that is just kind of like compounding and hitting me just like, you know what? We got to get back to the basics of recognizing that part of our purpose is to touch people and to let people touch us. So to that, I say my friend, Sila. Sila. I don't know Kobe. Kobe doesn't know me. I don't know his family, but I know for sure that there is something I can take away from the media coverage that is bombarding us these days. And, um, I, I told my son today, I'm like, or, or yesterday, uh, you know, today is Monday, right? So, um, Yesterday, I'm taking him home. And I'm like, dude, there's more, <laughs> there's more coverage of Kobe dying than there is of the Pro Bowl <laughs> because Sunday was a Pro Bowl. You know, today, Monday, uh, ain't nobody talking about the Pro Bowl. Nobody's talking about the AFC versus the NFC. AFC won. Nobody's talking about it. 38-35. That was the final score. Nobody freaking cares, bro. You realize that? Nobody freaking cares. The AFC won 38 to 35. Nobody cares. It is completely overshadowed in the media by Kobe Bryant dying. What is the legacy that we're going to live behind? Who's the person that's going to be touched so much? That I'm thirty, I'm four years younger than Kobe, and I'm thinking, who is it that's going to be touched at my funeral? That's going to stand up and say, you know, hey, Mike City, he died, 
And uh, this is what he did for me. That's where my mind is at right now. Well, it won't be me. Yeah, it'll be Brooklyn. Screw you. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying, though? Yeah, for sure. You know, who did you touch? Who did you reach out to? Who did you... Whose life did you make a difference in? Who, Who did you show Christ to? Who did you... You know, whatever. Like like Jesus says, you know, in the scriptures, he says, when I was hungry, you didn't feed me. When I was naked, you didn't clothe me. If you didn't do it to the least of these, you didn't do it to me. You know, so. It's a hard pill to swallow, but I think it's one that I don't know. People die. I, I think it's a good reminder. It's something <coughs> to think about. Yep. I agree. Regardless of this guy. I mean, granted, like, you know, whatever. You know, he... <laughs> he had to change his number. Right? Sure, yeah. You know, he had to change his number. So, I I mean, for those who don't know anything about that, like, you know, just look it up. Like, when he first started out, he was number eight. And then after all that shit that happened, you know, he ended up changing his number to number 24. And, you know, you know, whatever. There's a whole lot of people that are just, like, trashing him right now, going back into his dirt and digging up all the dirt and, and talking about all that shit, and I, I don't really want to go over it. Um, We all make mistakes. We all do shit that we probably shouldn't do, or if you don't do it, you at least think it. We're all guilty of something, and I, and I get it. You know, the shit that he was guilty of was atrocious. But at the end of the day, the dude is still dead, still leaving him behind a wife and three kids, and there's got to be some sympathy and some kind of care, you know, for those that are left behind, his family that is left behind. And it should be enough that is there for us to look at our own selves in a mirror and say, what can I do better? That's, that's my takeaway from it. What can I do better? So. Faux show. I don't really have anything else to say about him. I don't know too much about him, like I said before. So <laughs> you can say something, though. <laughs> I mean, R.I.P. Kobe. Yeah, something. I said a whole lot. All right, cool. R.I.P. Kobe. And Good his, stuff. And his daughter, man, thirteen. 
13-year-old little girl, man. That's rough, bro. Gone. You know, they were like, you know, dude, you should have a son so that you can, you know, have a second Kobe or something. And he's just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I got this little girl right here. She wants to play ball. She wants to play ball. I'm going to teach her everything she I knows, you know. You know, I'm going to teach her everything I know. He embraced it, dude. I think that's pretty cool. And if you start looking at the stories, like he was in love with his little girl, you know. She was everything to him. So, and she could have been the next WNBA star, you know, if you will. She could have been. She had the genes for it, that's for sure. But, you know, whatever. What legacy will you leave behind? You know? That'll make a man want to have another three, three, four, five kids. (laughs) (laughs) Not. Maybe you. Shit. I probably got one more good in me, and that's about it. And that's on a prayer. (laughs) That'd have to be a whole lot of people praying. Uh, Well, I'm not praying. (laughs) Shit, I ain't praying either, brother. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see how it goes. We're thinking. Jenna wants another one. Actually, she wanted four. That was the beginning. I don't know where she's at now. We got to have that conversation still. So. Well, good luck with that. Indeed. But yeah, our, uh, our hearts go out to Kobe's family right now and his friends and the other seven people that died. Yeah. And their families, it's not a it's not an easy thing, man. Yeah. I mean that's that is saying the least. So <laughs> Yeah. For sure. <clears throat> for sure. Hug your loved ones tight. Call your moms. Yeah. Call everybody. Tell them you love them. Put in some work. You know, I mean, that's what relationships are, right? They're work. You got to work them. You got to... Work, 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 work. Oh, here we go. You got to give them what they need, you know, and and you got to get what you need as well. And it's a two-way street. Every relationship is. So, um, got to do your best to... Do what you got to do and and make it work. Cause life's too short. The last thing you want to do is is uh, die alone. That's for sure. Unless you're a hitman, then you're like already accepted it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, that's what it is on that note let's go ahead and wrap this little package up what do you say yeah so so would you rather would you rather 
lose 10 years on your life and be able to eat whatever it is you want every single day for the rest of your life or live to be 100 years old <clears throat> on an extremely strict diet of tobacco and booze. <laughs> what? What? It's a would you rather. Um, so you don't have food, you just drink and smoke. No, 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 no. You, you, you eat like normal, like you eat right now, but you have to have a strict diet of tobacco and booze. You can live to be 100 with tobacco and booze. But would you live to be 100? You would. That is the would you rather. Don't try to change it, bro. Would you rather take 10 years off of your life and be able to eat everything you ever wanted to eat? Or would you rather live to 100 and eat your normal diet but have a strict diet of tobacco and booze? Uh, it's a good one right there, bro. Man, I don't know. That's kind of confusing. I'm not going to lie. Confusing? Because I feel like if, if starting right now... I had a strict diet of tobacco and booze for the rest until I was a hundred. Okay, okay, okay. I'll change it for you. I'm not gonna be healthy. All right, I'll change. No, 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 no. I'll change it for you. Okay. Would you rather take ten years off your life, having a strict diet of just healthy food, no tobacco and booze, ever again? Okay. Or or you eat your normal diet and have a strict diet of tobacco and booze and live to 100. It doesn't change it for me. It's still weird. Um, I don't know, bro. I, I mean, I, I want to say I'd want to live to 100, so I guess I'd have to go with that one. Yeah, I'm the opposite, dude. I'll take the 10 years off my life and eat pizza every day for the rest of my life. And never have tobacco and booze again. 100%. Take 10 years off. Huh. Yeah. That's a fucked up one, bro. It is. I thought it was interesting, though. I just thought of it. <laughs> it is very interesting. <laughs> very fitting yeah. for the combo. Yeah. Yep. All, All right, right, here's another one. Okay. Would you rather... Hold on, I got another one for you. Would you rather live to 100 and be able to drink as much as you want, whatever it is, all the vodka you want, and never have a problem until you're 100 and die? Or would you rather have tobacco for the rest of your life to, to age 100 and not have a problem. You choose booze or tobacco and you live to 100. Either way, you live to 100. Booze or tobacco. Hmm. 
That's a tough one, because when I get drinking, I want to smoke. Yep, you can't do both. You can only have one or the other. You live to 100 either way. I would, one or I the would other. have to pick booze. Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. I would quit drinking today <laughs> and only have tobacco the rest of my life. I really would. Like today, right now, if you gave me a choice, tobacco or booze, you live to 100 either way, I'm going to choose tobacco. I don't care to ever have another drink another day of my life, as long as I can have cigars. I love cigars that much that I would rather, I, I, for years, I smoked cigars without having another drink, without having a drink at all. Yep. I'd rather have cigars. Hmm. 100%. 100%. Well, yep. I, got, so scra- I, got, I got one for you. Go for it. So scratch the first one. <clears throat> the first one was BS. The one the that took the one, longest. <laughs> <laughs> the second one is legit. So here's one for you, and then... Yeah. Uh, so would you rather have one last smoke and drink and die tonight or starting right now never drink or smoke again and live out the rest of your life but you, you can't drink or smoke and it's starting right this second oh my god all right, that's an easy one. I'd choose to no longer drink or smoke the rest of my life. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the other one. <laughs> that way I can watch my kids get old. Yeah. And, and give me some grandkids. Mine was dumb. I know. But I did it. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I would stop right this second. No more booze. No more cigars. That way I can live out the rest of my life and see my my kids and my grandkids. Yep, 100%. That's an easy one, bro. I didn't say it was a good one. I just thought of it. Yeah. It's a super easy one. Yep, no doubt about it. Well, we would like to know the answers to those three would-you-rathers from you if you want to share it. (laughs) So you can do that. By simply emailing us at unchurchedpod at gmail.com. You can go to our website, uh, unchurchedpodcast.wordpress.com, and you can get in touch with us there. Uh, if you like the combo, you're still hanging around, go ahead and just subscribe, leave a five star rating, comment, do whatever you can do, and, uh, you know, we'd appreciate it. Love you a long time. So long.